In this episode, we have two main topics to discuss. So first off, we will talk about what Brian Brooks said about banks being directly connected to blockchains. Also, we will talk about the status of the stimulus checks. But before we begin, be sure to follow me on Twitter at the XRP Bully. I am the most active on Twitter. The XRP community is the most active on Twitter. So you can find that link down below in the description. Also, I do have a consulting service where I help people in the community and outside of the community with everything related to your hardware wallet needs, cryptocurrency, etc. Check that out. Link is in the description. I am not a financial advisor and this is not financial advice. I am the XRP bully. Now, before we begin uh, with this bullish content, I do want to draw your attention to a tweet that I made yesterday. So definitely follow me on Twitter because there are some very funny people within this XRP community and I will tell you why. So I posted a tweet yesterday saying that if XRP fell to $0.002, would you buy or would you sell? So a majority of people said buy, buy, buy. But there are some people that were really funny and I just can't can't uh, seem to find them on this thread because there are, there were about 345 people commenting and still commenting. So I'm sorry uh, to whoever uh, said this um, that I can't shout you out. But they said, uh, and a couple people said that they would sell their liver, they would sell their kidneys for XRP if XRP were to drop to those levels. So I thought that that was very funny. And um, it, it just shows how dedicated and how persistent this community is. And I do believe that we are the most dedicated, the most persistent community in the cryptocurrency space period. And I do believe that the reason why is because we have evidence on our side. Any other project, I mean, go to any other project, you go anywhere. They don't have the type of evidence that we have. They don't have the type of, of community that we have. We put pieces together. So thank you to the XRP community for supporting this channel and for also giving me some good laughs. Now, let's get into the content. So this is from XRP Crypto Wolf. He is tweeting an article from Coindesk.com. So it reads, U.S. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi narrowed their differences over a proposed pan pandemic relief package. The two sides are racing to get a package agreement done on October 20th, so it will pass before the presidential election. So the reason why this is important is because we've speculated for a long time that the next round of stimulus may be... Um, uh, 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 including digital dollars. So it may include digital dollars. Now, will those digital dollars be issued on the XRP blockchain? We don't know, but that's something that we are speculating. But I do believe um, that this stimulus is very important and the way in which they send these stimulus checks are very important. In my opinion, I, I don't even think that they're going to be sending out stimulus checks. I do believe that the digital dollar will definitely be used to send stimulus. They've been dragging this out for months now. And I do believe that at this point, you might as well wait until the, the digital dollar, excuse me, um, is released um, so that they can kind of test it out. So um, this is a developing story. Let's wait and see what happens with that story. But on a more interesting point, let's listen to what Brian Brooks said on day one of DC FinTech Week. So Brian Brooks has been speaking very, very loudly, ladies and gentlemen. And I do want to play this clip for you. I do believe that I've played um, part of this day one clip before for you in my video that I made yesterday or the day before. But I want to play you this specific segment of what Brian Brooks says and the language that he uses. So let's listen in to what he has to say. 
to what it's ultimately all about. So the question, what are banks going to be good for in this era, is a really interesting one. I think the truth is they're going to be good for a lot, just not the aggregation of money necessarily, right? So what I think banks are great for is they're great for value-add services. They're great for advice, for fiduciary stuff, for custody of physical assets. And eventually, I expect that banks, much as the banks are all connected to the Fed payment system, they're all connected to the automated clearinghouse system and the SWIFT network, I expect that there is a future where banks will be directly connected to blockchains where you know they will see that as a payment network and they will become nodes on that network along with all kinds of other companies that are also nodes on that network. Ladies and gentlemen, he said that he sees a future in which banks will become nodes on a blockchain network and this speaks directly to XRP. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't um, noticed or maybe you haven't really dug that deep, um, let me just describe to you the XRP blockchain really quickly and why this is important. So the XRP blockchain is a blockchain and um, there are different ways. Well, there's only one way that consensus can be reached. So what is consensus? So when a transaction, if I want to send XRP from one person to another, someone has to verify that transaction for me. Okay. Currently, what uh, the XRP blockchain has is a list called the DUNL. And that list is a special list in which if 70 or 80%, I don't believe, I do believe it's between 70 and 80% of those nodes approve my transaction, then that means that my transaction is good. So that's, I guess, the, the, the short um, I guess, description of the blockchain. Now, why is this important? The reason why that this is important is because for XRP to be truly decentralized, you need to have a third party that is not Ripple being a participant in the validation process to validate every single transaction. So right now, the XRP blockchain is working, um, but the people that are composed... Um, um, on this node list on the DUNL, these are people or companies, whatever that Ripple picks, and not many people know these people. So it is important for the XRP blockchain uh, to have a list of approved validators that are within the banking sector, and if they could be banks, if banks could, um, uh, I guess, uh, uh, contribute their processing power towards. Um, approving transactions, that will be better because then they will have a say um, in the blockchain, which is what um, is needed. And that will lead to true decentralization because too many people in our community, we believe that the moves of Ripple should affect the price of XRP and that's completely false. I do believe that the future of blockchain technology is decentralized. Decentralization is very key. And the only way to achieve decentralization is if you have third parties validating every single transaction, kind of like Bitcoin. Okay. With Bitcoin, you have miners. So you have miners all around the world. Now, the problem with Bitcoin is that um, the, the, the mining power uh, could be centralized in one country. For example, China. Um, there are many Chinese companies that mine for Bitcoin. And actually, the majority of miners um, that are making profits from Bitcoin mining um, are Chinese, um, are living in China. 
Uh, excuse me. So the thing is, is that we don't want this problem with XRP. That's why if every bank in this world, well, not every bank, but if the the major banks in this world could have a piece of uh, of the of of the validation process, that will make the banks um, more likely to use the technology because then they'll have a piece, then they'll have a say as to what goes on on the blockchain. Now, let's listen to another thing that Brian Brooks stated yesterday. Let's listen in. Has to pay a foreign exchange with anybody who's connected to the internet, and that, that's a good thing for stablecoins. And then ultimately, really, Chris, I think the real use case of, 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 of crypto is in a world of increasing integration and increasing globalization, it really makes no sense to think that anyone across borders who wants to transact with each other has to pay a foreign exchange fee to change change yen into dollars let's just say and then also to pay a money transmitter for the act of hitting the send button and sending that money across a proprietary platform imagine if there was a single token that was recognized on both sides of that divide and when you received it you could cash it out into your local currency and when i received it i could cash it out into my local currency without the need to change it right those kinds of things occupy so many trillions of dollars of friction in the system that it's at, when people say there's no killer app to crypto, I sort of think, no, 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 the, the killer app of crypto is the simplest application, which is avoiding frictions. That's what it's all about, much as the internet did for sending information. Act with anybody. Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear what he said? He said, imagine if there was a single token that was recognized on both sides of that divide. And when you receive it, you can cash it out into your local currency. Really? What does that sound like to you? With all of that being said, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with more bullish news on everything in the XRP and cryptocurrency community. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. I'm the XRP Bully signing out.